to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, still in the heart of Rosewood, this is the Local Bar. I am your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, wherever you get your good and bad podcast. If you are a fellow podcaster and want to find us, friend us, follow us over on Libsyn. If you are part of that network, we love conspiring with some of our friends and fellow podcasters over there. If you want to follow us on the socials or send a message to us, Easiest way to do that is with the Facebooks. Go on over there. Look for Local Bar Media. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Hope you're doing well. It's great to be back. We've taken a little hiatus. Uh, had a lot going on over the summer. We have moved. Uh, that We moved a house. Now we're in the process of moving the studio. I am uh, talking to you from my, actually from my home office that has been set up to kind of act as a studio. It's just atrocious right now. A little bit of sound bouncing off the walls. I hope that it is not too annoying. Uh, so thank you for your patience while we do that. But it is, it's good to have you back. We, um, the move was a bear. It was, just, it was a bear. It's a long story. We actually bought a house in May. Didn't move into it until August. Had a hospital trip, set us back, had a beach vacation, which was planned way before. It's just been madness. But everybody's here, and we are all getting very comfortable with our new home and really loving it. It's been, it's been, it has surpassed my expectations, and I, and everybody's uh, feeling very comfortable with it. So for those of you that have been wondering how we are doing as a family, doing great, but, uh, man, I am tired. <laughs> like, not just physically. I reached a physical breaking point about a week ago. I had an emotional one last weekend. It's like, I have got to have some time. Good Lord. So uh, it's nice to be back with you. This is always, as I've said many times before, a nice outlet for me. And uh, I've got some great stuff to bring you this week. Uh, a couple clips from some past shows and some other information I want to uh, bring forward to you. Speaking of information, though, before we begin the show, I want to give you, for those of you in the Columbia area, or for anybody who is a cycling enthusiast, if you will, uh, the uh, the fellows down at the Cola Town Bike Collective, friend of the show, had them on the show a long time ago. Uh, They're at 711 Elmwood Avenue. Their telephone number is 803-215, no, excuse me, 803-216-5106. They are having a poker run. So for all you cyclists that love doing that stuff, this Saturday, September 10th, I believe it's at 2 p.m. It may be earlier. I'm not exactly sure. I know they're going to have bands afterwards. So if you want to go and do all the cycling, you can. If you just want to head over to the co-op, it's a great place. They moved over there out of Rosewood over to the uh, the Earlwood Cottontown area uh, from one great uh, community to the other. Uh, here in Columbia, uh, but they they are doing that this September 10th. If you if you are interested in that or want to know more about the bands and everything that's going on, please give them a shout, 803-216-5106. Tell them Chad from the local bar sent you. <clears throat> it won't get you anything, but <laughs> but just tell them that. Um, also, 
if you're new to the show and I, we we keep getting new uh new listeners every week i don't i don't know quite, quite what's going on uh but we are getting a lot more uh listeners and i um it big in mexico that's it i saw it i don't know if i mentioned this on the show i, I saw a spike in mexico last year as another one and i just it, great thanks for thanks for being here we love having you here just uh, wondering who who is promoting me in mexico um, if you're new, I, I do get questions a lot about the music on this show. Mr. Don Merkel, he's a singer-songwriter out of Charleston, South Carolina, is who does all the music for this show. So, yes, iTunes, if you give me any more crap, I do have the rights to use his music. <laughs> uh, he is a singer-songwriter out of Charleston, South Carolina. Been touring around a lot of different places lately. Had a gig in Nashville not too long ago. He's done a lot up in uh, up in North Carolina, some areas that... He didn't get to get into when he had the rest of us vagabonds running around with him. But Don Merkel is a very talented uh, singer-songwriter out of Charleston. And if you have not heard his music, I want to ask you to do two things. Number one, go to his website. And yes, people ask all the time, how exactly do you spell his name? D-O-N-M-E-R-C-K-L-E. DonMerkel.com. Go over there. Check it out. You can see, uh, I don't think he has any upcoming shows just yet, but... You can check out some of the music, especially his new album, Rumor of a Ghost. I believe he's working on something else. It might be coming out later this year. I'm just speculating. I know he had said something to me in the past about that. But the other thing I was going to tell you to do, if you scroll down, there's a place where you can sign up for his email list. Do that. Go in there and sign up for his email list. It's a great place for you to find out uh, more of what's going on with him. And when he's got shows up, especially if you're there in your area, you, you will be the first to know so check that out if you get a chance. DonMerkel.com is a great way to uh, support one of our good friends who helps us out on this show a lot. So uh, I am uh, kind of in the process now of uh, going through another big change in my life. Not not just with this house, uh, but something along with work. And, w- and what I found is I have a byproduct that I haven't had in a very long time. And that is extra time. I'm talking like a lot. I got a lot of extra time and freedom. This is something that I have. This is new to me. And to my wife's chagrin, I work completely from home now. Well, kind of hybrid, but uh, I don't go to an office. I go where I want to go. Yes. I am like the, the them Duke boys of yesteryear. I can do whatever I want to. Nobody asks where I work or why I'm able to afford what I do. I just, it's, um, I uh or they, they were mechanics, right? Were the Duke boys mechanics, or they just have fast car? God Almighty, I can't remember. Anyway, um, I um, and so because of this, I have an opportunity to put a little bit more, not into things like this, not no, not just into things like this. There's gonna be a lot more coming with local bar uh, over the next couple of months, but um, and some other things that I'm doing. And it's it's I've had to kind of go through a process. I, I'll, I'll give you a little hint here. Um, this is more of a more of a more of a skeletal structure for how I'm doing this. It's not just, hey, you got some extra time. Why don't you just put it into this stuff? It's like, all right, Chad, you got to decide which way you want to go on a couple of things. So let's talk about, number one, realistically, what we think we can do. And, and also, at the same time, what we truly feel passionate about and want to do, okay? Now, once we get that framework, where do we go from here? 
the aforementioned Don Merkel and I have talked about this before. Uh, we both have the same problem. We love saying yes to everything. Just, yeah, just we don't want to miss out on anything. Sure, let's just do it. And then when we don't devote enough time to something or if it just doesn't work out, we just let that kind of fall off. But you're not really very efficient and effective that way. And I have found in the past that what I'm putting my effort towards doesn't get enough of that effort. That's probably the reason why it falls apart. I've had some really great conversations with people over the past three months, some on air, some off. I've got a couple of projects that are staring me in the face. I got to look at, see which, see what I want to do. Make a hierarchy, I guess, uh, of some projects and, and make some decisions and move forward from there. Because I realize I have time, but you, you really only have so much energy. And when you want to put extra effort into something, sadly, in today's world, you have to have that scheduled. Now, all of what I'm saying is surprising the crap out of my wife because she's been saying something to this effect for years. I will remind her that we are here because I didn't always listen to her. <laughs> but I'm also here because I didn't always listen to her. There's always 15 different ways to skin a cat. So uh, I, um, I'm i at a point now where I, I really need to put something in order. And in, and in doing so, I wanted to spend a little time because I think there's something that you need to hear. There's something that I've learned over these past three months, a couple of things, as a matter of fact, that I want to share with you that you are probably just as guilty of as I was. Now, some of this started because of what you're about to hear, and I want to play a couple of things here in a second to kind of help bring in uh, some of the some of the things that that I think um, I've struggled with, and, and they really kind of underscore the foundation of where I, I've I've come up with these ideas. Um, so here's what I'm going to do: I'm going to play uh, a couple of clips from some shows I've done in the past. I want you to take a listen to them, and then we will talk about the rest of this on the other side of the break. at night, shake, rattle, and roll. The devil walks the streets last night, a deleterious soul. A black shoe, suit, and tie, you gotta see to believe. A rogue and bones, a girl life size, with nothing up his sleeve. One of the coolest people I've ever gotten the chance to talk to uh, is a guy, Rodney Smith Jr. Now, you may have heard of him before. He uh, He's a guy that has his master's in social work, and he started uh, one day. There's this nice lady that needed her grass cut, and he decided to go and help her out. And then he realized there were some veterans, and then there were some single parents in his neighborhood 
went around and realized there were a lot of people that that their day was just being made because somebody was nice enough to come by and cut their grass. What Rodney did, though, uh, ended up being a little bit more than just a guy that would go around and help his neighbors out. A couple months ago, I had the chance to ask him a little bit about what got him going and uh, what exactly uh, kind of was the catalyst behind this. And this is a guy that, that's cut grass everywhere. Uh, here's a clip from a conversation we had uh, just a couple of months ago. You've you've cut lawns in like what like almost every state now. I mean you you you're you've been everywhere, right? Yeah, so I've cut lawns in all fifty states about thirteen times for different fifty state moving tours that I started back in two thousand seventeen. So yeah, yeah, I've been to all fifty states thirteen times, and each year I do a few few fifty state tours. So all right, this so- year I have a few more coming up. Oh, you do? Okay. When, when's the when's the when's the when's the next one? Oh, I'm not sure. Probably around September or October. Okay. You yeah. that's the that was the thing. That's when I noticed you. When all of a sudden here's this crazy guy with a lawnmower going around every <laughs> state. And and that's kind of when you really kind of started getting on a lot of people's radar. Um is yeah. a, a heck of an idea. What made you think of doing that as not only a way to help reach out but help promote this this group you wanted to build? Yeah, so um I was in my I was getting my, my my master's in social work at the time, and I was on my lunch break one day, and I watched this video on Netflix of this guy that traveled the world of the acts of kindness to others, and that just gave me a simple idea of going to traveling to all 50 states and moving free loans with elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans, and then um, making people more aware of the organization and, and getting kids to sign up for the 50-yard challenge, and that's what the whole idea came about, and um, yeah, I just went for it, man. So let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about that for a second because you know the, the 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 name of the group is raising men and women's long care services, and you talk mm-hmm. about the fifty yard challenge and, and and things like that. I, I wanted to get that in there. I tried to get. I absolutely butchered the name, but if you um if you've known Rodney Smith, if you've seen him on your social media, if you don't follow him, by the way, you should. He's very positive. He's a wonderful guy, but he's also extremely humble. Let me tell you a little bit. I learned about Rodney in in that interview that I had with him a couple months back. Again, if you want to check it out, go back and and, and listen to it. It's just a just a few uh, months ago. It's actually probably just like one or two shows ago. Um, Rodney Rodney had an idea to help people in his neighborhood. All he had to do was crank up his lawnmower and start cutting grass. As ideas came, he didn't shun them. Rodney now has a group where kids you may you may if you if you see this on social media this may ring a bell with you where kids will hold up a sign that says I accept the 50 yard challenge. That's not a race. It's cutting 50 yards. What Rodney then does when a kid completes that challenge is he and his group take a new lawnmower, new whatever it is if they need leaf blowers or something like that whatever the the, the jazz is that somebody would need. He takes it, presents it to the kids. There have been kids that have started that have started their own company off of this. Rodney saw someone on Netflix that marched from, from one pole to the next. Why, why can't I go around and cut grass in all 50 states? Why not? It was it was a spark. But don't get me wrong, there's a there's been a lot of work that's had to go into it. 
Well, the thing I love the most about it is while you're talking to Rodney, he doesn't care about the emphasis on himself. He is constantly talking about the kids that are stepping up to the challenge to be something different in their neighborhood. Also, the other thing that I love about following Rodney is many times he'll say, hey, I just had the privilege of cut, of cutting Mrs. So-and-so's yard. She was inside sleeping at the time, but she's doing just fine. You know, there's something to that. I, I remember my grandparents. My grandparents were really big on helping out people in the community all the time. My wife does that. You've heard me talk about her doing it. She is great with helping out with things in the community. We're always helping out a neighbor somewhere. I'd love to take the credit that uh, my daughters, where they, you know, they give so much to their community. I'd love to say it's something that I taught them. I didn't. It came from Maria. Everybody, everybody knows it. And it is, it is wonderful to see people that do that. What I love is Rodney's so genuine. But what's great is he didn't look for the perfect opportunity to go help somebody. He didn't think, you know, do, is this, do I have exactly enough time to get this done? It wasn't about that. It was about cranking up the damn lawnmower and going out there and getting it done. It's incredible, incredible to see the movement that he's done. And the other thing about Rodney is he won't really get into this, but I know that he knows this. That man has changed people's lives. He has changed people's streets. He has changed people's neighborhoods just by going out and being a servant to others. It's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating to me. One of the other guys I got the chance to talk to uh, over the past couple of months and actually meet in person is a guy who goes by the Twitter handle Bryant the Cellist. Bryant the Cellist. That's how you find him. Best place to find him is over there on the ticks and the talks. If you don't do TikTok, yeah, I understand. I think he is on Instagram. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, I haven't checked Facebook or anything like that. Bryant is part of a group called We Are Human. They're, uh, they're a charitable organization that brings people together. I got to see them. They actually passed through Charlotte and I came on down to Charleston. My wife and uh, our daughter Sterling and I went in uh, and had a cookout with them. They go around, they have barbecues with people, and everybody's invited. Everybody. Race, sex, creed, color, they, 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 none of it matters. Beliefs, nobody cares. And they get together, they play games, they cook hamburgers and hot dogs, everybody chills out. And this is the last one of their tour that they're doing, so it was a little bit different. I had the opportunity to listen to a bunch of the folks that work there. They talk about how their life's changed and why they've put so much into it. And it was great because you didn't have to speak if you didn't want to. You could take it all in. And the cool thing was everybody just sat around and they they just shared time with each other. Yes, it's as simple as that. Bryant, though, uh, has been working with this group for uh, for a while now. And um, he is one of their <laughs> he is one of their best disciples. Bryant has figured out, if you've seen him, I'm sure you have. He has one of the largest followings on, on social media uh, where he'll look at other people and they'll do funny videos and people tag him and stuff all the time. We talk about it here in a second. You, if you've seen it, you'll know what we're talking about when we get started. But Bryant's great not only because of the heart that he has, but because of his passion to want to make a change. And the reason he makes a change is because he cares. 
And all he did was look around for an opportunity to do something. It didn't take a lot. It wasn't something that he sat down and had to thoroughly think through. I have to have a full action plan here. Oh, no, all that came through the We Are Human campaign. Don't get me wrong. There, there's, a, there's a ton of stuff that has to be done for that work to work. But to get it out there, for people to find out about it, for him to find his place, his place, he had to sit there and just look around. And he found a really cool opportunity. Bryant is uh, an extremely nice guy as genuine as they come. And I, I've met him in person. I'm going to tell you, he's just as cool as you think he is. Here's a little bit from our conversation we had uh, a little while back. You, the reason I found you and, and the reason most people, if they're, if they're listening to this, if they're, if they're like, Oh, I know that guy. You're the guy that I see on TikTok and Instagram everywhere. And you, you split screen stuff with people, or you just send out things for people to either do it with or just see and kind of grab and and kind of take them in the moment. And it's usually just your smiling face with a song playing in the background saying something to the effect of, hi there, it's, uh, or hello, my non-racist friend, or here's just two non-racist people wishing that the world would get a little bit better. What, what, what got you into doing that? And, I, you know, you've got to have a good response from it. What's the what's the positive response been from, from those messages that you make and send off into the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to ask that question because I know when I first joined TikTok, I didn't know what I was looking for. Like, you, know, <laughs> right. you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, and uh, my mom always told me that, hey, your birthday is on April 4th. You know, you were born on the day Martin King died. You know, so I feel like you should try to give back and bring people together. And she told me that ever since I was little. So I went to TikTok and I saw a video, and this was around 2020, where all these Black Lives Matter movements and stuff was going on, and everybody was, you know, kind of rallying stuff. And um, I was just like, hmm, how can we, you know, get through this without any more harm being done? And I saw a video of like two, just two people looking at each other, but it was like this person looking at this person looking at this person looking at each other. So I was like, huh, I want to change that uh, into making my own. You know, so I was like, how about I put two non-racist people or put two anti-racist people into it? And then sometimes I'll get me and my mom doing this. They're like, hey, just me and my mom looking at another non-racist person. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's funny, but it's just like, oh, you took me, but some people don't get it because they're like, well, who's the third person? I'm like, well, is you looking at me. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's you. So. Yeah. That's that's really that's really amazing. It, it's really cool that your mom was was big on pushing you towards that way. You know, you uh, you're you're in Tennessee. Are you originally from Tennessee? Yeah, I'm from Memphis. Okay, so you you um, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, in the South there, there there have been claims of racism before. I, I don't know if you're if you're aware of this. Being a oh, being a black guy yourself, you probably yeah sure you probably no. I I think it's really cool though that your mom really pushed you to look for that togetherness, that thing that Dr. King always talked about. I, and, and, I, and I applaud you for what you're doing. I mean, I, I think you're fantastic, Brian. I mean, I, th I think it's, uh, really you know, you're really putting your, your, your money where your mouth is and your, and your time and your soul for it. And I, I don't want to, and this, this show is, is hell-bent on being something that, that talks about the positive and the, um, and the interesting stuff that people have. But I, I do want to, I do want to ask you a question, and I don't want to dwell on this too much, but whenever somebody wants to do something like this, there's always something that pushes back. 
And when you want to do something a lot of times, and I've seen this with myself, with a lot of other people that I really respect that have done it a whole lot more than me, that when you're wanting to do something that brings people together or spins on the positive, people will come after you sometimes. I, I don't really want, if, if you want to share something, you can't. I don't want to know specific instances, but I'm curious about how when you've been faced with that, you've kept persevering and what what kind of focus and what kind of kick did you have to pull you out of any kind of valley that somebody may have tried to shove you into? Oh man, there have been so many instances. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people always written, you know, poison on my videos and, and, you know, sometimes people want to say it's a joke, but there are some things that are appropriate and some not, you know, for me personally, mentally, I've had to kind of overcome that boundary of getting upset every time someone doesn't like me. You know, yeah. sticks and stones make my bones, but words should never hurt you. You know, but it's one of those things where if you know who you are as a person and you accept yourself, it's more or less, it's going to be easier to get over that kind of stuff. You know, it, it shouldn't really bother you. You know, but of course, oh, sometimes it's overwhelming. I agree. I, I admit it does. But it's just a matter of, you have to come back to me. I was like, hey, you're doing this. Not for yourself, but you're doing this for all the kids. You're not doing this just for yourself. You're doing it for all the kids out there. I think too many times when so many times we think about where we fit in, and that's important because we're the one doing it. I'm doing something because I want to make a living doing this. I want to promote something that I want to do. I want to reach people. I want to have consumers. But I've been in sales for a long time. It's a lot easier to get somebody to buy something from you a second time than the first. Don't ever forget that. And so if I'm going to put something out there, I want it to be the best that I've got. But the other thing about it is if you don't care about what you're putting out there that you want people to consume, they won't come back and buy your stuff again. Brian is doing this for, for, for his community because he wants to make a difference. And all he did was look around and find a place. Both of these gentlemen, both of these guys are proof that it only takes a spark. It really, it really does. It only takes one spark. A lot of us look around um, and, and we try to, to we, we sit around, you know, like I, I, I'm guilty of this. I'll sit there and say, well, I'm, I'm not an idea guy. I don't have the idea. If I could just have the idea. How many times have you said that? Raise your hand if you said that. You are full of crap. You are just as full of crap as I am. Because you've had ideas. It's the work. It's the doubt. It's the ugly things people say about your music, your painting, your idea, your speech, your business plan. The people that turn you away for a loan. You have one setback. You say, I'm not going to do it. Man, thank God these guys didn't let one setback set them back. I learned a lot from them and from a couple of other people that I don't have um, tracks of of us talking because some of it's just my friends I was talking to. My friends don't really, they don't really big on me walking around just like recording our conversations. I should, I should, it'd be a lot easier and trying to put together some interviews. Let me tell you that. 
But I took all this and I was able to put it together and uh and I um I came up with some ideas that I want to share with you. I've gotten a lot of messages over the past six months, people coming out of the COVID world, coming back into the natural world, world, finding themselves in some different spots, still finding themselves without a job. Some of them looking and saying that they're, uh, they've had kind of a wake up call and what they deem as safe, what they deem as secure, decided to take their life into their own hands. And I applaud them, but they I've gotten a lot that is, it's, it's talked about, well, where do I start? Who should I go to? I've got a couple of things. We'll wrap all that up here in just a second. him well before the show if he had anything coming up and of course i don't get anything till right in the middle of the show all right don uh if you are in north carolina or georgia there's a couple of gigs for don coming up september 24th in marietta georgia at the third door and then october 1st greensboro north carolina at the common grounds check him out at, at both of those places but please go check out his uh go give a uh, listen to his or go check out his email at his website. That's what I was trying to get to. Uh, and go give that shot. Why did why was that? Oh, that other mic's not moving. Golly. You know, <laughs> I think yeah, I'm a professional podcaster. One of the one of the things that I want to tell you up front, and this is true in, in anything that you do. If you are studying in school, if you are um if you are starting a new job. If you're starting a relationship with someone, I don't care what you do or where your focus is, what you want to accomplish, you're going to have setbacks. It's important for me to say this up front because I'm going to tell you that like, uh, I, 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 like I've, I've loved this podcast. You are listening to this show. You've been listening to the show maybe for years. Uh, you've, you're someone who has, has been a part of this show. I'm so appreciative of that. I love this outlet. I love a chance to to bring people that you've never heard of uh, to you. I love the friendships that have been made through this show and all the stories that have surrounded it. This is like the fifth show I tried. Oh, this is like I, I did a show. I did a um, I did a football show called the Modern Day Cowboy. Oh yeah, I still have episodes of it. It's really bad really bad like your teeth they're grinding while you're listening to it bad 
Not only that, I had some other things that I was damn proud of that just failed. Didn't get picked up, wasn't able to, to, to get through, didn't have the support I thought that I had. Crap happens, man. Somebody's going to let you down. Oh, that's going to happen. And I want you to understand that that can happen in every single phase. It's not like, well, if I can get past the breakers here, I'll be in the smooth water. Man, failure is out there constantly. What I found is the longer you do something, the better you are to overcome, move past failure. But there's always a wave, man. There's always something that grabs you. You don't forget being a wave. There's a meteor that will come out of the sky. There's always something. Please understand that if you really want to do something, if you really want to make something happen, you have to understand that you will never do something that will not fail. I remember back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, when they talked about that. Oh, there's banks. All this stuff. It's just too big to fail. That was something that we used to say all the time. Jesus. Man, anything can go away. Anything. Everything you know about your way of life, everything can be completely different. Everything can fail. Everything can change. That's not to scare you. It's just being real. That ain't new. It's always been that way. You just lulled yourself into some false sense of security. So while you sit around thinking that not doing something is safe, it is just as unsafe as doing something because failure is everywhere. It is a part of your life until the day you take your last breath. It's there. So don't be afraid of it. Most of the time, from most of the people I talk to, I, I, I'll hear uh, that those failures are where their big successes came from. Man, that's the trick right there. Golly. That's what it is. Uh, forget having an idea. Having that resolve. That's what does it. So a couple of things. When I've been looking at these projects that I've wanted to do, one of the things I've realized is that um, you have to just start doing them. I think you have to have a good foundation. Don't get me wrong. You have to have solid stone down there, which you're building your house on, okay? You, you, you got to have a foundation that works. But that doesn't always have to be a business plan. A lot of times it can be your drive, your determination, your character, your resolve. The things that people can't take away from you, the things that can't be judged, the things that only you are in control of and no one can shake. Well... They may shake them, but your ability to keep them from doing it is what proves you have it. That's the resolve part. I think once you have an idea of something that you really do feel passionate about, feel good about, you think that it fits your core beliefs, that's the foundation you have to have. A lot of times we feel like we have to be ready. I'm not ready to do this yet. I'm not ready to start this project. I'm not ready to present this to the bank. I'm not ready to take time out of my night to start writing this up. I, I'm not ready to make this side business start working yet. I, I need a couple more days. I'm, I'm not ready. Man, you are never going to be ready. You will never be ready. If you are waiting, if you're waiting for somebody to come and knock on the door, it's like, 
Uh, yeah. By, by the way, you're clear for the rest of the uh, the week. You you don't have anybody. It's, it's now your time. You you go and be successful now. Man, you'll be waiting for a long time. I knocked on this wall. My dog just came running in here. Sorry about that, Sandy. Uh, he's not used to me being in here talking like this. We can't wait on our time to come to us. We have to make the time. I think the other part of it, though, is you you can't sell yourself short on how important your project is. Maybe it's a side gig. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's a way to help your kids study better. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a career change. Maybe it's a new relationship. Whatever it is, it can turn into something 10 times bigger than you thought. You think Bryant thought that he was going to be making TikToks all around the world with people? Do you think he thought he would be going all around the world having barbecues with people just to bring people together? When Rodney started, did you think he would have hundreds and hundreds of kids in every state helping their neighbors out, potentially starting new businesses and being examples of what he did and spreading that out, allowing his whole mentality to spread exponentially truthfully exponentially no and it's so important that they did that so many people will look and say well it's just for extra money maybe it is but what could it possibly do for other people how about this how about this let's let me let me, let me just dial it back a little bit how about what could this do for you I've had guys like Ed Lattimore on um, who talk about your mentality and how it shapes everything you do and how people will tend to be very uh, neutral when it comes to uh, something that they want to jump into that has the possibility of failure. Uh, Ed's a great guy, by the way, if you want to listen to that show, that was an excellent show. And then, uh, uh, there's another guy that I have not talked to yet, just just tweeting and texting back and forth. Guy named Zach Hommel, H O M O L. If he's a he's a really funny guy. He's really into the ice baths and running um, like bear crawling over mountains and all this kind of stuff. Uh, some stuff I'm not just, you're not gonna see me doing. But his ideas on mentality, on how to prepare. You know, you prepare by getting the idea, then you start writing. You know, I, I, I see these guys, they talk about um, planning. They do, but that planning is really doing. Most of the time, guys, I see people building airplanes while they're flying. That's, that's just what happens. We think, well, that's crazy. Yes, it is crazy, but it's how most ideas generally work. We're at a time, we're at a strange time in our lives in this country and in the world where due to the things that have been thrown at us and thrust upon us, a lot of people are reevaluating their lives. They're taking stock, they're taking a look, and they're realizing some of them are scared. A lot of people are scared, don't get me wrong. A lot of people still live in a fear. 
they live in a panic. They're just going to live in that panic. That's what they're going to do. But there's a lot of people that are looking at the same man. That working from home showed me something. Man, that time period showed me that that time with my family is the most important. Man, I really need to find a way to say no to some stuff. I can. I did. It still exists. I came back to it later. But what's the most important? Man, it took a lot of energy to balance a lot of things over the past two years. You're not having to balance as much as you used to. You're not. You're not. You're not. Life is not as crazy. I don't care what it feels like or what fear exists out there. Your life is not what it was a couple of years ago. You can go see your friends. You're not having happy hours over Zoom calls. Yeah, that was cute and funny for a little bit, but man, screw that. You were able to work from home. You can do it again. I'm doing it now. You can find ways. You can find ways to do some fun things with your life again. It's never going to be the right time. You're never going to be ready. I've had uh, conversations with an old acquaintance who doesn't have much time left. He he and I have uh, just kind of crossed paths again, and, and I've, I've shared a little bit of time with him. And, um, well, that's all I'm going to say about that. But he, one of the things in our conversation he uh, that I was reminded of when I was talking to, a little bit to him, but to his wife, um, is that um, it really is true, man. It's it's not the things you failed at, it's the things you never tried. You you may have had a good life, but you'll always wonder if you could have done it better if you hadn't if you hadn't really put yourself out there. And waiting for the perfect time or the perfect plan, man, that's just not it. Man, write write down a list of what you want to do. Then write down a list of what you think you're actually going to do. Then write down a list out of that of what's really kind of practical for you to do. Then make it to where you've got plenty of time for everything in case you want to add some extra effort in some other places. Then go do them. Start it. Build that plane while it's taken off from the ground. Have that desire. Have your dreams. Have all that and set in stone. Let, let that know and then just take off. Let that be known to yourself and just take off. We need more of that today. We need more Rodneys. We need more Bryants. We need more people out there not afraid to stick their neck out and do something fun. Not just for themselves, but what comes along with it in the example that they are. Don't sell yourself or your idea short and never underestimate the importance of where it could be because i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you i was going to end on that but i want to i want to explain one more thing with that you will never know you will never know how important your idea could be to someone else you'll never know you will you will for the rest of your life you will have 
no clue. I got a story one day. Today's not the day. One day I'm going to tell where I found out the show did something. I'm not ready to tell the story yet. But the only thing I can think of is like, that was just one listener. What do I not know? I'll never know. So I can't sell it short. I have to show up. I have to do the best I can. I have to put it out there. You need to start doing that too. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. So different.